In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Rome is a funny place. There's a parish church in Rome called the New Church, Chiesa Nuova. It was built in the 1600s. It is the home to the oratory of St. Philip Neri. He had already been ordained a priest and was working in Rome and saw a need not only for catechesis and assistance to the poor, but also for priests to live in a kind of community, not exactly religious life, but really for parish priests to live in a community such that they prayed with each other and were accountable to each other. They didn't live a life of poverty, but they lived a life of of fraternal charity and apostolic work. St. Philip Neri was an advisor to many popes and uh, is known actually as the Apostle of Rome. His... um, His life came at a very important time in the history of the church, and he struck up a friendship with St. Charles Borromeo. And there's a side chapel. If you go into into Chiesa Nuova, the main altar is in front, and there's a side chapel on the left. That's where St. Philip Neri is buried, a beautiful, tiny little chapel. And on the right is a chapel dedicated to St. Charles Borromeo. You may may have heard that name, Charles Borromeo, because the seminary in Philadelphia is dedicated to St. Charles Borromeo. And we've had many priests who have come here who've studied there. Father, um, I was going to say Father Thompson, but he didn't study St. Charles Borromeo. He was at the Mount. But he's from Philadelphia, so I associate Father Thompson with all things Philly. Over the main altar in the side chapel dedicated to St. Charles Borromeo in the church that was established by St. Philip Neri, the Apostle of Rome, there's a beautiful painting painted somewhere between 1680 and 1690. The artist is Carlo um, uh, Maratta, and it shows the Blessed Virgin Mary in heaven. On her lap is the baby Jesus, looking like he's just been sucking his thumb or sucking his finger. finger. And below them and around them and above them are angels. Small angels, big angels. But at the bottom of the painting are two saints. St. Ignatius of Loyola, the founder of the Jesuits, and St. Charles Borromeo. Now, St. Ignatius of Loyola, founder of the Jesuits, needs no description or no introduction. He is presenting to Our Lady and to her divine son the rule of the Jesuits. And it begins with those four famous letters, A-M-D-G, ad maiorum dei gloriam, right? To the greater glory of God is or was the motto of the Jesuits. And next to him is St. Charles Borromeo, holding another message, his motto, which just simply reads, humilitas. St. Charles Borromeo, at a very, very young age, was made the Bishop of Milan, made a cardinal, made the Secretary of State for the Holy Father. At a very young age, was already doing um, incredibly important things in the church. 
His motto, his slogan was one word, humilitas, which is humility. The details of the painting are that much more um, expressive because baby Jesus, who, again, looks like he's just been sucking on one of his digits, he's, sort of, he's looking down at St. Ignatius of Loyola, obviously um, pleased, and he's sort of pointing down at the AMDG. You can almost imagine the baby Jesus saying, hey, that's about me, right? The Blessed Virgin Mary, however, is casting her glance lovingly down at St. Charles Borromeo. St. Ignatius of Loyola is standing up, and there's a large angel holding the book of the rule of the Jesuits. But down at Our Lady's feet is St. Charles Borromeo. He's kneeling down. There's just this one little plaque with the one word, humilitas. And there's two tiny, tiny baby angels that are holding the little plaque. And it's obvious that all of heaven is totally pleased with St. Ignatius of Loyola. But they're just that much more pleased with St. Charles Borromeo because of that one word, humility. To be humble. St. Augustine, who died on this day in the year 430 at the age of 75, said that humility is almost the complete summation of all Christian teaching. Not exactly and not perfectly, but almost Humility isn't this false skill whereby we put ourselves down and lift other people up. Humility is simply understanding our relationship with God according to right reason. Humility goes hand in hand with reverence. It's the proper expression of reverence. There's a natural corollary where we, we, where we look at the virtue of humility and how it then affects our relationship with each other. But humility is specifically about our relationship with God. And since that's ultimately what matters, and since heaven ultimately is our time frame, then with regard to each other, we are attentive to how God has given gifts to other people, some of which we can see, some of which we can't. And so we don't presume that something endowed by God to another person doesn't exist just because we don't see it. To someone who doesn't see the inner workings of humility, humility could appear to be hedging your bet or just being cautious or being nervous even. Rather, humility tempers our hope in the sense of humility tempers our relationship to greatness because we, are, because we know the existence of God. We are aware that greatness could be where we don't see it. Humility in no way is going to make us deny the gifts that God has given us, or even deny the, the natural realities, natural virtues that we possess. But again, they'll be aware of the fact that other people have natural virtues, some of which we see, and some of which we don't. Getting humility right is very difficult, because those who simply want to avoid pride 
will err in the, in the exact opposite extreme and just simply think themselves worthless. Which ultimately only offends God because he made you in his image and likeness. And he made you for great things. He made you to be his adopted children. He made you to wield his power. He made you to live with him forever in heaven. He made you to consume his body, blood, soul, and divinity. You're not worthless. But when you have proper reverence and awe for the divine, you realize how almost incomprehensible it is that God still loves us even when we sin against him, even when we do silly things. And so that turns into, into an almost not quite sorrowful gratitude. How is it? How is it that you love me so much? And what is it that you, that you demand of me? How is it that I can respond to you? That's humility. There's a very, very, very famous cardinal of the 20th century. Some of you know his name, Cardinal Raphael Mary Delval. Much like St. Charles Borromeo, he at a very young age was made a bishop and a cardinal and was a secretary of state for several popes. And in different conclaves, many people expected him to be elected pope, and he wasn't. Cardinal Marie Duval left us a great legacy. He's one of the few non-canonized people buried in St. Peter's Basilica, by the way, down in the crypt down below, where it basically is only popes and a few English kings who are buried, the Jacobites. Associated with Cardinal Marie Duval is the Litany of Humility. Many of you know it. It's in some of your prayer books, which is a lovely prayer. In and of itself, it is not, it doesn't provide enough of an antidote to help people avoid loathing themselves. If someone has a robust conviction about their worth and their dignity and how much God loves them, then the litany of humility fits perfectly. But if someone is lacking in their, in their confidence in being made in the image and likeness of God and being made good and beautiful, being made to be holy and glorious, then something else needs to be part of prayer. So usually in the confessional, I'm stumbling to try to help someone find what I think is the ideal prayer that expresses humility, which is Our Lady's words in the Magnificat. It's actually in your blue hymnal, so if you wouldn't mind opening your blue hymnal. It appears twice. The hymnal is arranged alphabetically, so what you're looking for is the first word of the Magnificat in Latin, which happens to be, believe it or not, Magnificat. M-A-G-N-I-F-I-C-A-T. A word meaning magnify. My soul magnifies the Lord. It's a prayer that the church puts on the lips of every priest and nun and sister and brother and lay person that prays the divine office. It's part of evening prayer every single day. These are the words which express Mary's perfect response to Elizabeth. Elizabeth says, who am I that the mother of my Lord should come to me? 
And Mary easily could have said, yeah, you should be grateful. This baby is really important. She could have said, please, 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 please stop your nonsense. I'm just your younger cousin. I'm just here to take care of you. No, neither extreme. Mary's response is perfect. I'm, I'm simply the simple handmaid of the Lord. It's the Lord who does great things. It's the Lord who does great things through the humble and the simple. The Lord, will, will, he will take down the proud and the arrogant and the rich, and he's going to lift up the lowly. And he does this in every generation. Those who fear the Lord will enjoy the same thing that I enjoyed. Granted, everyone, everyone throughout history is going to call me particularly blessed because it's true, but it's only because of what God does through the humble. So I ask you to join me in offering up this prayer. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked with favor on his lowly servant. From this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. And holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He is scattered proud in their conceit. He is cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. To the Son, to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, ever shall. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.